What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 88. I believe it is another roll call episode. This episode, we're joined with special guest Andrew Rotonda. You guys all know who he is from Bronx Pinstripes. This episode is all about Giancarlo Stanton. Will he play this year? Woohoo! <laughs> All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. Special guest Andrew Rotondi here with us from Bronx Pinstripes. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. Can you believe it's been three seasons of Giancarlo Stanton already? No. And I mean, just in the last two years alone, he's played 41 games. So I call it what you want. I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call it two seasons, but yeah. I mean, I still remember the morning waking up and seeing the news that the Yankees traded for Giancarlo Stanton. It was like a holy shit moment because that was the offseason right after the Yankees were one win away from the World Series. And then they go and get the at that year was the best hey. player in baseball. Stanton hit 59 bombs the year before that. It's like, holy shit, this lineup with Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, Didi was there still like having great, you know, hey, great he might come back. He's trolling. Who knows what's going on with him? But yeah, but, but my point is that I can't believe how, how far our expectations of Stanton have sank since that morning of the news being like, oh, this is the Yankees just traded for an MVP. And now it's like, well, I hope he plays 100 games this year. Yeah, I think what we are, we, we what we were then is kind of what the Dodgers have been doing now. Like when they get Mookie Betts, it's like, that's what, what they did, except that panned out. So <laughs> they get a, f- a former MVP and Mookie Betts actually plays and does everything. And you know, he's an outfielder who plays the outfield. It's kind of like what we talk about with Gary, who's a catcher yeah. who can't catch. So... Uh, Giancarlo <laughs> was a decent outfielder in Miami, but apparently going to the American League, you can't you can't play outfield. Great outfield league switch. We've talked about that a ton, right, Murphy? Like every time uh, yeah. I was I was big <clears throat> on that. I was saying like, oh, like I watched him play in Miami. Like he played every day out there, and there's literally an easy telltale sign of that is he a good defender or not. There are plenty of like highlight tapes of defensive highlights for Giancarlo Stanton. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I'm my, the ship sailed on that because I mean I honestly even looked at the depth chart. Just I was wasn't even looking for this, and when I saw him on the depth chart, he's not even listed as an outfielder at any position. <laughs> Greg Allen is listed before he is, so and he was he's whatever. He's a pinch runner. So those calf muscles can't take the the outfield jogs. Yeah, I mean you can't run to first. You can't chase down a fly ball. No. I mean it speaks for itself though. He played 23 games last year. Granted, it's. Uh, what percentage season. so that's like uh 30 that's like uh, a third of the season right yeah that's like a third of the se- i was about to bust out the calculator but there's no <laughs> there's certainly- we can do that math. you're, you're a cpa now you can do that math. yeah you'd think that i could do mental math but i'm actually one of the worst at mental math funny story quick me and my friend matt who's an engineer we sat at a uh blackjack table and we we sat next to this guy and he was like oh you're not gonna believe this like I was with a, a, a CPA and a engineer the other night, and they were the worst at mental math. And me and my friend Matt look at each other like, oh, must, must suck to be those guys, right? 
I mean, we're both bad at, we're both bad at mental math and <laughs> CPA and engineer. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's about a third of the season. Uh, the year before that, he played even less. I think it was eighteen, and that's in a full season. So, I mean, <laughs> eighteen games. That's forty one over the last two years. So that is. I, are we talking? I know you mentioned this before the air. Before we got on the air. Before I ask you that question, or you asked that question because it was yours, um, is this the last year for Yankee fans? I know a lot of people have already given up on him. I know he's not a fan favorite. Just a lot of the people who make money, people hate them if they don't do any, like, which, I mean, rightfully so. They should be making, they should be playing well if they're being paid that much. But if he doesn't play this year, let alone play well, like, there, there's two hurdles for him to jump over. He's got to be on the field. That's step one. That wins the Yankee fans over a touch. But he's also got to play well to earn the money. So he's got like his work cut out for him this year. And do you think that, let's say, I'll set an over-under. If he plays under half the year. Actually, oh, failure. No, not even not even half. That was, a, that was a layup. If he plays under three quarters of the year, is that still a failure? Well, I mean, three quarters could be, it could be 51% or it could be, or it could be seventy four percent. No, so I'm saying like seventy five percent. If he plays seventy five percent, I think if he plays seventy five percent of the year and puts up like what he's been putting up with the Yankees, like a one thirty op uh, OPS plus, I think that's like you gotta. I'll take that right now. I'll take that, even though he could certainly do better than that. I will. I will take that to the bank. Yeah, I'm with you. <clears throat> I think because three quarters of the season, my quick math is like 120 ish games so even if he can play 100 because he hasn't even i don't think he's even broken 100 yet since he's been out in the yankees so if he can break the first year he actually played 158 like he actually played through injuries too in that first year he he doesn't get credit for the first 2018 like he he played i think 158 he played i think every day granted at dh quite often but he was in the lineup every day that judge was out of the lineup that year so so he like, I'm not calling him a pussy. Like he's not a pussy. <laughs> he's just always fucking injured. Yeah. So like, it's like broken body. So yeah. he just needs to get on the field and I'm confident he'll play well. You're yeah. going to ask, I think, is this the last year before Yankee fans completely give up on him? Yeah. I think the bigger problem for Stanton is like, this is the last year. Really, it might be the last year he needs to. He'll have the opportunity to prove himself to stay healthy because he's 31 years old. It's gonna get worse from here. He's not gonna get younger and healthier. He's gonna get older and more injured from here on out. So, does this change your perspective on that? Yes, he's getting older, but now that he's everyday DH, does that? Do you think that obviously? Obviously, I think it has a benefit to an extent to his longevity and staying healthy, but like. Does it? Because I feel like his injuries have come running the bases. So I kind of well, answered the jog- question. Shagging fly balls in spring training like was the calf injury. Yeah, and getting the, hit uh, by pitches. and He got hit by a pitch, which hurt his bicep, right? Or no, he tore his bicep. <laughs> it's just, Didn't he tear his bicep? It's, just, it's funny that we have to like... We have to like no. There was a funny back. string. There's so it, many that it's hard to remember. Like usually you remember you see oh yeah he judge got hit in the wrist that was the injury or, or judge is a bad so, example but there was a funny thing and it was I forget where it was like it was on Twitter or maybe it was written but like Stanton got he was rehabbing his bicep and then he got hit with a pitch in like in like a simulated game 
And then they were like, oh, he got hit by a pitch. So now his calf muscle is torn. I'm like, how do you tear a calf muscle from getting hit by a pitch in batting practice? But like it happened. He's the glass man. I don't know. Like anything he does, he, he could he could sneeze and throw out his back and then he's out for two weeks. Like, I don't know. I, I think I think you're right, though, because as, as long as he has games to play, I think he's going to be fine every since we've seen him when he's playing, he's playing well. He hit 38 home runs that year that he played the full season. You know, if he can do that or something even close to that again, I'd take it. The worst production he's had in his career when he's had at, even like even in limited time is a 118 OPS plus, And that's in his rookie season. And if you count, if you throw that out, it's a 120 in 2016, which I believe was the year he got hit in the face. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So or maybe that was 2015. Anyway, like he's he's a beast when he's playing. So like I'm not here to debate whether he's good or not. Like Yankee fans who are like Giancarlo Stanton is bad is a bad uh player are stupid. He just is not a healthy player. I think he, he gets a lot more criticism and not I think. It's obvious he gets more criticism because of the money he makes and what he was and the hype that came over like like you were saying when he was announced that morning. I remember exactly where I was. It's like where were you on this day? Like I know where I was because I was so excited. Like, oh my God, we have this guy for nine years. We're going to win the World Series for the next six. Like I was so excited for that. And I think that's where the criticism comes in. Cause, but I also don't understand because, I mean, when you think about 2018, like you said, he had a great year. And not only did he have a great year, he got off on the right foot. He had a home run in his first at-bat with the Yankees against the Blue Jays. I remember that. Then he struck vividly. out five times. Whatever, though. He still got the home run. And I think he got two that game. I think he did two. I'm remembering two. Yeah, he hit one off Tyler wild. Clippard. Good. <laughs> I mean, he should have. He hit one off J-Hap and then Tyler Clippard. All right. So maybe it's not <laughs> as, as big a deal as I thought. But anyway, I, I think I, I personally think the DH is going to help him a ton. I, I really think. I hate saying this, but I think he's due for a healthy season. I mean, when you look back at the baseball reference and you see the amount of games played, it's really, like you said, just a couple of years where he's been unhealthy, but it's just unfortunate that last year was cut short, so he didn't really have time to rebound and get games back. And then the year before that, he physically had every injury in the book. So it's just these two years together make me think that if he actually does not play this year, I, I personally have a lot of love for Stan, but I'm willing to be like, all right, this this guy is a wash, it, but it's not even like you can trade him because who's going to take that contract? Know. Stop so, stop that conversation. I know. And also, that's... like the only team that that was even remotely possible is the Dodgers, and that went out the window when they signed Mookie Betts for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, to your to you asked why did Yankee fans not give him credit for 2018? And it's because what's your last memory of 2018? It's Giancarlo Stanton swinging at a pitch in the left-handed batter's box off of Craig Kimbrell in the playoffs. So, like, that's why he doesn't get credit for 2018, because he stunk in the playoffs. That's true, but on the flip side, look at his playoffs last year. I mean, I, granted, he played 25% of the season, but then he batted 316, 381 OBP, four home runs, and 10 RBIs yeah. in one series. Yeah. So, like, that's and, crazy. And, yeah, but what happened in that series? Did the Yankees win that series? Nope. It's like a... a, a I'm not telling you it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you why. Like Yankee fans, it's very easy to figure out Yankees fans. Yeah. No, I I'm completely in agreement with them on that. Like they're they're usually crazy and wrong most of the time, but like I, I think this is a very big we say this every year for him. Like we did these last year for Stan, and it's like, oh, this is a big year, big prove it year for him. But like 
right. I, also, I'll throw that away though. He didn't have much of a chance because it was sixty games. So in a full year, this is literally like his last shot to me. Also, two thousand nineteen ALCS, he pulled out of the lineup because of a sore quad muscle. That too, and he also. So maybe I do want to call him a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. I don't. He's he's. I have such a love hate relationship with him. Like I want him to do so well, and like you said, he does so well when he's in. But it's just as a Yankee, it's so infrequent. And I I don't know. I don't even know what to think of him. It's just like we were talking about this before too. And do you if if he has a bad year this year, is that Cashman's worst signing of all time? Um. Well, it's not technically not a signing, but acquisition move, whatever. No, not the worst, but it's top top three maybe just because of presumably it's hamstringing them for other moves like the yankees are are <laughs> no pun here trying yeah. to get <laughs> us, yeah they're trying pun to get intended. under the luxury tax this year right right and yeah. they have for the last like they did in 2018 as well so like stanton's 25 million dollars hurts them under the luxury Again. tax especially because he can't play you're really. trying to put so, the puns in there. <laughs> so if if uh if the Yankees were just being like, no, we're the Yankees. We don't care about the luxury tax. Then I'd say, whatever, you just eat the contract. But this is presumably hindering them to make other moves. And then that's a problem. It also hinders them to have the flexibility at the DH spot. Because if now he's the everyday DH and we have every year have had players who need a day off. I mean, this whole team needs a day off every every other day, it seems like. What happens when Judge needs a day off to stand and not play that day? Are we dead set on him not touching the outfield? Like, it seems that way with the the depth chart at least. So, it I think this everyday Stanton situation really hurts us if he's playing DH all the time. Because, like, like I said, if Gary's playing, if we if he isn't hit the Higashioka train, like then he needs a day off or two. We maybe he we should give him days off because he just sucks, not for for health reasons. But that's another episode for another time. But like you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Can we also just talk about how ridiculous it is that we're talking about days off for a, a full time DH? Like, <laughs> well, no. I was saying days off for to to because other people in the outfield are going to need days off, and the only place you either have to give them full blown days off or give them a DH day. And I don't think we have the luxury of giving them a DH day if one guy can only play DH. That right? You know, okay. Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. But. If he was a great DH and he just put up 40 home runs and, and a 135 OPS plus and he played 145 games, we wouldn't care. Yeah, right. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just like because like he's the everyday David DH Ortiz now. was a full-time DH, played 145 games a year, and the Red Sox were completely fine with it. Okay, you know, if we get that out of him, and I, you know what? It's not crazy. That's a good point you bring up. It's not crazy to think that he could be a David Ortiz-like player. It is Giancarlo Stanton, like, after all. And if he... I don't know if this changes his work ethic or whatever, but if he only focuses on hitting, maybe he gets even better at hitting. I, I don't know. It seems like that would be something that I, I would assume would happen if you have more time to just work on one thing, you get better at it. And if he stays healthy, then I think if we get David Ortiz out of him, long story short, that's what we gave, got into this episode. I am so happy, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but it's just stay on the field. Like it's, it's, you can't really say a ton more than that and stay in the field. But I think, I think if it doesn't happen this year, I'm not, I don't know when it will happen if it doesn't happen this year. 
I mean, he barely played last year because everyone only played a short amount of time. So he he should be fully rested, fully healed. There should be no issues for whenever spring training starts. He shouldn't be benching models in the start of spring training. That, I mean, that's just a PR stint. Like, hey, I'm back, guys. Like, I went over the fans right. a little bit, but like, don't hurt yourself. Cause he, it, it was actually really funny because he, not funny at all, but he benches the model. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to get hurt. And then he actually gets hurt. And he hits the sledgehammer, the tire with the sledgehammer. He's like, oh, that's you're actually going to get hurt. And then it would have been great if he didn't get hurt, but then he gets hurt. And now it's just like, stop doing that. You look like an idiot. Yeah, I want to see him post videos of him stretching so he doesn't pop <laughs> yeah. another hammy. <laughs> Can we see videos. some downward dog? Like, get, yeah. that, back, <laughs> get that lower back loose. Like, none of those... Those like glamour exercises help you hit a baseball. No, he needs, yeah. I want to see yoga. Maybe it videos. helps you hit it farther, but yeah, that's all I want to see. He hits it far enough anyway. All right, that is it for Giancarlo Stanton from me. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, just stay on the field. Everything else follows. Stay on the field. Stay on the field. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. You can call me Stacy. You can call me Love. You can call me baby, and all of the above. You can call me late night, and I'll be at your door. You can call me anything or anything you want. Just don't call me yours. Her parents left last night for Palm Springs She's got the whole house empty for me My brother, he needed the car So I ran down 71st as fast as I can I'm telling her everything I had planned She said, I know we can get in close We can't get no closer You'll get it when you're older You can call me Stacy You can call me love can call me baby and all of the above you can call me late night and i'll be at your door you can call me anything or anything you want just don't call me yours